It's called what? It's, it's called, called what? what? Moo cow. The cow goes moo. The cow goes moo. The cow goes moo. The cow goes moo. This is flight 380, departing from New York for Guardia Airport. I'm Switch Chicago's O'Hare. We'd like to thank you for flying with Matt and Brian Jr. Airlines this season. We realize that there are plenty of other airlines for you to choose, but we are glad that you chose our airlines. And your travels to see your family and other loved ones. This is your pilot Matt and co-pilot Brian Jr. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Brian Jr. speaking. I'm here to talk about your complimentary sodas and drinks. We got Coke, Pepsi, Mountain Dew, water, orange juice, apple juice, all the good stuff. And if you'd like to take cash credit, we'll take your adult beverages, but you gotta be 21 and up. And for your on-flight entertainment, we're gonna have Soulplane. Do. If you'd like to purchase any headphones to watch said programming, you can just flag down one of our courteous flight attendants. They'd be happy to help you out. Now fasten your seatbelts, sit back, and enjoy the flight. Well, happy holidays, everybody. Brian Jr. and I have both gone on vacation. We're sharing our travel logs. So, Matt, let's start off with where'd you go? Where'd you go this weekend? Oh, uh, yeah. I went to New York. United States of America. United States of America. The city of New York? Okay. City of New York. New York, New York. Okay. You know, there's Manhattan. There's Brooklyn. There's a few other boroughs as well there. And which borough were you in? I was in Manhattan and Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Interesting. So I see you visited some benches. Yes. Let's talk about these benches then. Okay. There's some interesting benches in New York. They're orange. They're by the Brooklyn Bridge. They're all about what if a bench was done a little bit differently? What if it wasn't as a normal bench is? Yeah, it wasn't a bench, essentially. I mean, I guess. But your stereotypical... (laughs) Not the stereotypical... L-shaped bench, you know? We don't like stereotypes. We don't like stereotypes on the show, and I'm going to say that right now. Mm. So I got a question. This art says, please touch the art, whereas most times that I, I look at art, it doesn't very want me to touch it. Very interesting, Brian. So why why do they want you to touch it? Yes, I'm very glad that you brought that up because these are benches. They're for sitting on. You should mm-hmm. be able to use them, but they're also art. It's like, who would think of that? It's so simple, but you see it and you're like, wow, that is cool. Just fun for kids, even elders. Mm-hmm. I would, I would yeah. I would not be opposed to bringing Did. some of my elderly family members there. Did you feed any birds with the elderly while um, you were on those benches? I wanted to, but there wasn't any, like, old women or old men feeding the birds. I would say that was probably my biggest disappointment about the trip. There was no bird watchers slash feeders. I didn't go to Central Park, and maybe that was my fault. Yeah, I think it's a big hotspot for the elderly. Because you're in the city, you gotta feed the birds. Otherwise, it's, are you really in the city? Right, if that's you a staple New York yes, thing to if do. if you haven't fed the birds. So I see a lot of photos of unique pieces of objects. Trash, per se. One would call trash, one would call treasure. Yes. What's what's that about? Well, I'm always very interested in strange things that people would be like, that is garbage. But it's really not garbage. It depends on how you see it. Mm Mm-hmm. So like this dirty spoon? Dirty spoon to some, and I would say clean spoon to others. Mm, that's deep. It it goes hand-in-hand with this quarter-eaten bagel. Blueberry bagel? Is that a blueberry bagel? Was that your bagel? 
bagel or was that a that, picture of a I bagel? I think someone was actually feeding the birds with that thing because it looks like there's some bird pecking holes. But, but you didn't catch them. There was no birds present, so. Hmm, that's disappointing. New York, they might as well call it the city of bridges. There's the Brooklyn Bridge. George Washington there's Bridge. There's the George Washington Carver Bridge. Inspired by peanut butter and what you could do with peanut butter. Really? A bit of an abstraction. Yeah, I can kind of see it. I see this bench with a tree in it. You have trees and parks, you have benches and parks. Right. Might as well put a bench around that tree. What if you could fuse the two together? It's a completely new experience. Well, I like it because then if two people are sitting on the same bench and you don't know each other, you got a little bit of like a, a privacy protection with this tree in the middle, so it doesn't feel too awkward because you're not sitting right next to the person. Division of space. You're a bit of an architect, Brian, right, aren't you? It was my second degree. I did get my picture taken with this pig man welcoming me to a restaurant, although I, I didn't eat at the restaurant, but the pig man, he was so friendly that I had to get my picture with him. Look at his little hoofs. He's waving with his little hoofs. What is the name of the pigs from, uh... Hansel and Gretel. They were kind of pigs, because they ate all the candy. Well, more like Hansel and Gretel, or more, more like, like... Figurative figs. Looney Tunes. I can't think of the name oh, of the pig. Porco the pig. Porco the pig. Yes. Yeah, so does he look more like Porco, or more like... Porco the pig's cousin from New York. Oh, so he got a little swagger to him, right? The New York swagger. I think when he walked... You could tell. You could tell. He said, yeah. uh, he's from New York. Yeah, he's He's, He's a Yankees fan. He's probably. been around in those yellow cabs. Brooklyn does have the green cabs, though. Hello, guys. Brad Jr. here. And we're about 30 minutes into our flight. If you look to your right window, you can see the great state of Pennsylvania. Takeoff was pretty good. It was equivalent to a flock of birds migrating to the great south for the winter. No turbulence is expected. We're going to have a great, comfortable two-and-a-half-hour flight to Chicago. Brian, where'd you go? I understand you got a bit of a suntan burn. So the suntan burn is not related to where I went. It could be a discussion for another time. But I did go to Colorado into the Rocky Mountains. It was quite a trip. I do say so myself. Would you say that you found yourself on this trip? I would say that I did a little soul searching when I was up there. You're up in the mountains, you're secluded with all the trees, and we saw a lot of deer, a lot of nature, a lot of wildlife. It was probably the exact opposite of New York City. You know, there wasn't a lot of people there, actually. So I did soul search, and I did find a little bit about myself. I think in this trip. That's good. And it sounds like you met some friends with said animals because we didn't see Bambi, but we saw Bambi's cousin or something. It was deery. It was very deery, yeah. They were kind of fighting though. There was a territorial grab, I think, in front of our backyard at the cabin we were staying at. Animals were actually people's first friends because at the start of time there was just one person no other people and so that person whoever it was nobody knows was just like oh here's a deer we're friends now right and the deer's like yeah i'm eating some grass but dude that's cool and it is cool it's history but it's history that people can appreciate it's the start of everything it sounds a bit primitive it, but you've got to get into those details if you want to understand yourself and i think yeah. that's what you were able to yeah, do I'm I, was, jealous. I was, I I gotta was admit, connecting with the deer i I envy that. Nice. I envy that because I've yeah. never had that bonding experience with a deer. I've never been running through the woods, right. like making deer grunting noises, like arr, 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 frolicking, playing with other deer's antlers. There wasn't too much frolicking going on because in the Rockies, you're actually several thousand feet above 
sea level. So when you run like 10 feet, you're like kind of out of breath, you know? So you got to be careful with how much frolicking you do with these deer. Okay, let's clarify though, for some of our listeners, what is sea level? Sea level is the level at sea. When you go to the beach and look at an ocean, you're but at that's, sea level. See, that's the thing. It always confuses me because that's an ocean. You're talking about sea level. Is sea level also ocean level? Yes. What about my pond in my backyard? That is, is not a sea. That's, that's pond level though. That, that'd be pond level. Because right. sometimes I'm in an area and I'm like, oof, I'm kind of out of breath because the air is so thin because I'm used to the pond level. Pond house. level is usually typically above sea level, but it's much lower than mountain level. Lake Michigan is a lake, not an ocean. Lake level is typically higher than pond level as well, but those pale in comparison to the Rockies. Those are like water boils faster. You run 10 feet, you're out of breath. If you were to smoke any sort of substances, you'd be instantaneously altered, things like that. Brian, you really found yourself. You're like a whole new person. You're very smart. Thank you. I would recommend to all our listeners to go to the great state of Colorado to explore the terrain, find yourself, and just have a good jolly old time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot, Matt, here. I have already done the fastened seatbelt sign. Feel free to walk about your cabin, stretch out, get some legroom, get the blood flowing, say hi to your neighbors in the other seats. Please no smoking in the bathrooms and no other kinds of sexual activity. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. LA Chad making a holiday appearance. Back for the holidays. One of those little known facts about LA is that he was, at one point in time, a coffee barista. A barista. barista. It's, it's not like effeminate to say, to end it with an A. So the sound that you hear in the background, LA is grinding us some of what kind of coffee is it, LA? It is Rwandan coffee called Zirakana, roasted by Intelligentsia in LA. All right. Where, um, as you know. Now, I wanted to ask you. How has the craft of making coffee influenced your craft of making movies? My craft of making coffee made me far more persistent and Uh patient and keen to detail. When we would make coffee at the shop that I worked at, we would have to make the coffee several different times in order to get it right. This was kind of just a little mom and popper in LA. No, it was basically the NBA or like the NFL of coffee making. My coworkers took it even more seriously than I did. Everything had to be perfect. Everything had to be right. A lot of training. A lot of training. I, mean, I trained for three months before I was even, uh, even in the allowed. Well, yeah, but before I was allowed to work behind bar. Did you guys wear jerseys when you worked? We wore the coffee barista equivalent of jerseys. And so on our quest to find out more about you, I wanted to ask, how does it feel to be Hollywood's most non-talked about, talked about filmmaker? Wonderful. I don't have the pressure of being talked about. It's not like I'm being pulled onto talk shows and being taken out of my comfort zone to talk about my movie that I haven't made. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, how's the grinding? Is it? It's good. Do you need me to take over? Uh, no, I'm done. Uh, you're gonna spill coffee. I'm not. It's not how it works. Oh, you're a professional. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Chad, LA. Some filmmakers, such as George Lucas, would say that narrative is the most important part of a film. However, you have said that the lighting is the most important part. Can you explain that? Well, without the lighting, you can't even see. It's just basic physics, science. It would, it would almost just science. be a radio program then. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Take, for instance, 
Dickens or the Worlds. Orson Welles, you couldn't even see the thing. That's now, true. Some would say it's because it was a radio show. I would say it's because the lighting was just horrendous. They yeah. just didn't have the technology back then. Yeah, they didn't have the and light. They definitely, they definitely had Meredith. And it was good. People really liked it. They took it to heart. Could have been better if there was any lighting. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm turning on the fasten seatbelt sign for you. It looks like there's some unexpected lightning up ahead. The captain has requested that everybody stay in their seats. His hands are currently busy at the 10 and 2 of the steering wheel. So just hold on tight and we'll get through this shortly. Chad, Ellie, Chad, Ellie, Chad, Ellie, Ellie, Chad. So Chad, we've finished grinding our coffee and we've now brewed it. In my hands is a delicious cup of, what is it called? Zanzafanza? Close. Zirakana from Rwanda. So Zirakana being the name of the farm and Rwanda being the country of origin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm detecting some notes. It's a little sweet, but it's also mm-hmm. got some bitterness. It's not a light cup of coffee. No, it's a very bold cup. That's what I would call it. If I were at the shop, I would call it bold. It's a little bit bitter because I did grind it a little too fine. Now picture water falling through rocks versus sand. Oh, it's going to take longer wait. to go through the sand. We have to, okay, everybody close your eyes. Close, yeah, close your, your eyes. eyes. Let's hit some music right now. Now, imagine water falling through rocks. Now it's going to fall through quickly. Now imagine the same water falling through sand. It's going to take longer to go through. Because I ground this too fine, like sand, the water took a long time to get through, which means it was extracting the coffee for longer than it was if it were the size of rocks. And because of that, it started to take flavor notes that were bitter. The longer you keep it, the more bitter it gets. However, we did extract some really sweet notes too. I would say we got some, hmm, it's a little bit citrusy. So there's some flavors that are similar to that of orange and apple. I'm definitely picking up some green apple notes as well. As well as caramel. The greeners are the Granny Smiths. Granny Smiths, yeah. G Smiths. G Smiths. And I'm also getting hints of caramel, so it's almost like it's a Halloween. Not butterscotch. No, hell no. Interesting. It's caramel apple delight. So I think rather than handing out my traditional caramel apples, maybe I'll serve some coffee for the kids. Two birds with one stone there, I would say. I mean, if you have coffee mm-hmm. that you want to give out and it just happens to taste like caramel apple, there we go. Attention, airline customers. This is your pal Matt. We have successfully landed in Chicago for the winter. I would just like to take a moment of your time to thank you for flying with us today. I'd also like to remind you that we are having a sale on beauty products in aisle four, as well as a further opportunity with Santa Claus in our Gold Club member lounge. Have a great winter, and we hope to see you again in the skies soon. Over and out. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. Um. Um. What is the cow go? Is the cow go? Is the cow go? Is the cow? What 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 is the cow?